Hey, yo, what up? Y'all already know what it is. It's your boy. Once again, Kenny B repping the 254-903. And like I said before, if you've been there before, you already know what it is. You know the vibes. If you haven't, sit back, take a seat, don't sweat the technique, because this is another fire episode of Faith Over Fear. I am the host with the most. I have to thank you guys again for continuing to listen and rock with me. Um, By the time this has come out, I'll have six episodes down. Um, It'll be my one-month anniversary by the time I'm done with this. So I made it a month. So I'm proud of that, and I'm going to continue to do this, man. I love doing it. Love getting to talk to people and and promote people and educate and inspire. And those were the core principles from day one. And I think I've stuck to that. And um, just continue to spread the word, tell people, share the status, share the post. Um, Leave me some comments. Let me know how y'all feeling, what y'all like about it, what y'all don't like. I love constructive criticism. I know it's some stuff I got to get better at. So let me know how y'all feeling, how y'all liking it, and we'll um, keep going, man, keep going up. Um, It's going to get better and better and better. I got some more things in the works um, coming up, so just be on the lookout. Keep looking for my post on all my social media platforms, and um, we just going to keep going up from here. Uh, And as always, you know I got a special guest with me. I'm rocking, and this week... I got a really special guest, because it's my mom. Hey, how are you? I'm wonderful. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm um excited to get to talk to you. Yes. Kind of. We talk all the time. Yes, so, <laughs> But uh, I'm excited to get to sit down and really get to talk to you and um, discuss a couple of things. Your birthday is coming up. Yes, it is. Your birthday is coming up. We just gave you a really dope surprise birthday dinner. Yes, y'all did. And I am so blessed and so grateful for family. Yeah. We but y'all got about, me. Y'all really got me. We're going to talk about it later, man. We're going to talk about it later. But you already know how this goes because I know you played these episodes. Uh, we start off with a icebreaker. So I got to start you off correct with an icebreaker. kind of had this debate the other day. And I don't even know why it's a debate because it shouldn't be a debate because everybody already knows what it is. 90s music isn't the best genre decade of music. Oh, no. no. Whoa. Okay. No. Okay. I'm going to give you two minutes to explain yourself. Defend your answer. Defend your honor, judge. I am not saying that it's not good music it, because it is. It's, it's a wonderful Decade. Decade of music. Gotcha. And, but, the 80s, Hmm. the the 70s, the 80s were basically, basically the best. Uh, I think the 70s and 80s music inspired people more to jump in the music field. Than the 90s? Uh, By the time the 90s came... Rap was already invented. That's true. I get that. Okay, okay. I can take yeah. that. I Rap can take that. Rap was already one. invented. It was just hyped up a little bit more. It was. And um, the music in general in the seventies and the eighties was really, really what that was. It was so really we good. talking platforms and bell bottoms. That's what we talking. That's yes, what. We, that's, that's what, what we, we talking. About. That's what we talking right now. Yes, we talking afro talking picks. About. Yes, we talking. 
rough and tough with our Afro puffs. That's what we doing. And that's right what now. we doing. Hey man, that's what we doing. I, um, completely disagree. Nineties uh, music is so influential. I mean, you would say that because you was born in nineteen ninety. So yeah, absolutely. You know, and you grew up in that. That that decade, and I'm gonna give you that if that's what you think and that's what you want to rock with, then that's okay. Same, man. I'm gonna rock mine. The seventies and eighties was <laughs> it was it. I get it. I get it. It's just everything you hear now, um, R and B wise, is really catering towards that nineties, early two thousand sound. Like you, we're talking boys to men, Jodeci, in Vogue, SWVs. Escapes, Drew Hill, uh, Boys to Men, Tony, Tony, Tony. We we talking these legends. They don't make music like that no more. No, they don't make music like the seventies and the eighties. They don't make music like that anymore. Maybe it's a reason. Why? Anyway, God, I, God. You know, we gonna we gonna move on. Off oh, the mm-hmm. We gonna move okay. on. Off well, the don't don't go there with because me because I'm, I'm gonna take be, you there. That could be gonna... take me around the corner. That's yeah, what we doing. You, yeah, that's what we doing. We can go. We can go there. Listen, um, we don't really get into this conversation because we could talk about this for a minute. And I, I really want to talk to you. Like I just said, we just threw you a really dope birthday dinner, and surprising to a lot of people, which it shouldn't be a surprise. You're a twin, and yes, a lot of people do not know that. Um, how was that growing up? How was that growing up with a twin brother? Like, y'all weren't the same sex, right. so... Right, Um How was that growing up? Um, did he get away with a lot more? Did he get a little bit more freedom? I feel I, like... I would say that, yes, he did. I would say that he, he did. Not that I don't... I love my... My twin. I what's really up, do. Uncle T? Uncle Terrence, what's up, man? He got a name, so we're going to call his name. What's up, Uncle Terrence? How you doing? Uh, he, he, uh, he was a really good twin brother. And throughout the years, we, uh, like when he went to, when he went into the service after high school, mm-hmm. and that really, because we couldn't just be together anymore. That that really affected me because he was gone. He was gone, and in fact, he he did his his basic training, and then he was in uh, the Persian Gulf War, uh-huh. and he was over in Afghanistan and over in that part of the country, and that really really had an effect on me because I didn't know if my brother was coming home or not. Right, but I thank God that he did, and we are, we are very close. We don't talk all the time, but we text every morning and we text every night. And when we do talk, it's like I I have to clear my schedule because I can't have anything else to do. Because when he when he's all in, he's all in, and we talk and we talk and we talk. And by the time I look up, we have been on talk to all one half two hours. Yeah. 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 So, that's usually how it works. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm 5'2. He's like 5'10, 5'11, something around in that area. So mm-hmm. it's kind of like hard to believe that we are twins, but we are. That's mm-hmm. that's my buddy. That's my best friend. That's my, my roommate. That's your that's boy. Him. That's, that's your boy. my brother, and I wouldn't give anything for him. He means the world to me. Um,. Yeah, did y'all 
Were y'all like, okay, you talk about when he went overseas. Um, were y'all close? Not, I won't say close, but did y'all do everything together? Like growing up, like, was it like y'all went to the same parties or went to the same, like same social mm, settings? Had, did y'all have the same friends? Sort of, kind of. Mm-hmm. I, I believe we did. I, I, it's just really vague now, but I, right. I really think, want to say that yes, we did have the same friends, uh, the same social gatherings. If, you know, we wanted to attend, we did. Mm-hmm. Um, we really wasn't just party people, I would okay. to say. Um, and y'all grew up in Dallas. So. And we grew up in Dallas, yes. We did. Oak Cliff. Oak Cliff, as in a matter of fact. And we... Hmm. We did. We we had a good time, you know, this, that, and other. We were really close growing up. We had... Uh, like an elementary school and junior high, I want to say, we kind of almost had all the same classes, but right. in high school, I think we kind of drifted, drifted off. Drifted off. I mean, it was, I mean, that's about the time when it would happen. I mean, you're getting into boys. Uh, he's getting into girls. I yeah. mean, that's just, that's just and the it normal. Was just what it was. The yeah. normal cycle, usually how it works. Yeah. Uh, so when he came back from war, was I born? Was I already here? Um, Kendra was already here. It's uh, my sister, by the you way. You were. Yes, you were. I was you already were here. A baby. You I was were a baby. baby. Cause but... he knew I was gonna be a boy. Like like you tell me this all the time. Yeah. He was the only one that knew. He, he was the only one that knew that you were gonna be a boy, and he was he was overseas. As a matter of fact, when I was pregnant, right. And, he would always write, or if whenever he got a chance to call, he would always call me and check on me and this, that, and other. He would ask me how his nephew was doing, and I would always ask him, how do you know? Because at that time, we wasn't doing, like, gender reveals or, you know, oh, yeah, ultrasounds. This is the 1990s. Huh? This is the 1990s. So. Yeah, this is the 1990s, so we wasn't, like, upbeat, like, you know, you get to tell what your what the gender of your baby is within 20 weeks or whatever and mm-hmm. you know you were kind of like a big surprise and well I found out once I uh, was in the hospital and in labor with you the doctor did tell me then that you know what you were oh did so me. y'all didn't know beforehand at all no with me on drill no mm-hmm. no wow so how did y'all shop we we didn't. I mean, we we bought unisex clothes. Oh wow! Yeah, I, we this is new information clothes. to me. I didn't even yeah. know this. And then once I had drill, and everybody knew. Who, I mean, Kendrill, and then they knew. You know how? She, I mean, you know what she was. Mm-hmm. You know, and then everything else came in for girls or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then when I had you, everything else came in for boys and right. this, that, and the other. And that's how you know. That's, that's just how it went. Mm-hmm. That's, that's new information. I did not know that. Wow! 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 Um. So, it's interesting that you're celebrating a birthday. Yes. I'm not going to say your age. If you want to disclose that, you can. I am 50. I will be 55, 55 as of January. I mean, January. June 22nd. I'm June sorry. 22nd. Uh, you will be 55. That's, uh, that's, a, that's a blessing. That's it definitely is. a blessing. We're going to get into it. 
we're not finna do all this emotional stuff, but we are gonna touch these subjects. Um, so, COVID happened. Yes. COVID happened and COVID yes. hit hard. Um, specifically, um, you. Um, we. I'm gonna let you tell the story, but um, it was unexpected, of course. Right. Didn't think we were taking precautions. Yes. We were taking precautions, we really and were. it still hit us hard. So, um, just talk about the week that we both found out that you were positive for COVID. I'm gonna say I had it, even though my test came. Did my test come back neg- negative, or did I not get a test? I, I don't think I got a test no, at didn't. the same time you did. Mm-mm. I think by the time I started actually getting tested. I was already done with it. Yeah, it was already done. Yeah, it was already done. Um, but I definitely feel like I had it. Um, so let's talk about that week going forward um, that we realized that you had COVID. Um, take it away. I'm going to let you go with it. Uh, it was in November, uh, the week before Thanksgiving, 2020. And... Um, we had went to church, and by the time we got home, we were both feeling terrible. Mm-hmm. And I went and I got tested the Tuesday after I, I, I got sick. And it was, um, when I went and got tested, it was a positive test for COVID. Um, and I did all the, uh, needless to say, we did all the precautionary measures as far as like wearing a mask, uh, limiting our outings, limiting our outings, um, doing the, the, the wipe downs with sanitation, uh, sanitary wipes Lysol and, and, Lysol and washing the hands 50 times a yeah, day. We, we did, was... we did all that. And I still ended up with COVID. Right. But I seem to think that my immune system was like really, 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 really low. And uh, I don't think it would have been any way around it. Uh, like I, and, we, and I got a positive test. But the week that I got the positive test, I kept getting worse and worse and worse. And to my knowledge, um, I was taken to the hospital by you. Right. On that Friday. Yes. Before and I was on a ventilator for 13 days. Yeah. And I, I was in the hospital in Athens. And I ended up having to be transferred from Athens Hospital to Tyler Hospital because my kidneys were shutting down. And uh, my mother kept calling the hospital and they kept telling me that, I mean, telling her that my situation was deteriorating fastly and quickly. And she called another day. No, she didn't call up Reverend Hall, Reverend Kenneth Hall. The, the father of your children. Yes, the father <laughs> of my children. Called every day. He prayed. He called Oh, and I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say it was just him that prayed. It was 
When I say yeah, it you, was a around the country prayer, you had a team behind you. I had a wonderful and magnificent support system, yeah. and I. They told my mom that I was a very sick young lady. They told me that I would have to be on if I came out of this that I would have to be on dialysis for the rest of my life. I ended up with being a diabetic, which we didn't know beforehand. All these I didn't know beforehand. Being a diabetic, high cholesterol, high blood pressure. Thought you had gout. And at one time, I thought I had gout, <laughs> which uh, turned out to be, I didn't have gout. I had neuropathy. Um, so now, um, it, it, this is this is the effects of everything that I ended up with post-COVID. Right, right, right. And we're going to get into that, too. We're going to get yeah. into that. We're going to get into that. I'll... Uh, I can fill in some holes because, like you said, you were out of it. Yeah, from that Friday until I woke up. you woke up. I woke up on ventilator after 13 days. And you don't even remember me taking you to the The hospital. The morning of the 14th day. Right. um, I don't remember anything. You don't even remember me taking you to the hospital. No, um, I don't. I end up taking you and they, um, it was crazy because I took you to the hospital Took it to the emergency room, dropped you off, and I think I called you that day. That night. Yeah, you did. You ended up answering the phone. And you were waiting on them to I think you were already in the back, but you were waiting on them. I guess they were running some tests or whatever. And um that's what we were what the what we were waiting on. And after I hung up the phone with you, then I didn't talk to you again until you came out. So it was after thirteen days. After thirteen days, yeah. Um, so I didn't talk to you again till after that, and we were in limbo for I want to say about a week and a half. We were in limbo because we didn't know exactly what was going to happen. Um, you getting moved to Tyler was the best thing that happened. Um, once you got to Tyler, they kind of saw, looked at what was going on, and um, really went to work as far as getting you on a ventilator. And when we got word that you was going to be on a ventilator, me and my sister, and um, of course, Jemiah, because she swears she your baby, which she is. But we were, uh, we were, we were messed up. We were messed up. But um, once you got there, got on the ventilator, um, the first couple of days were rocky because, like I said, we didn't know. And then they slowly started weaning you off, weaning you off the ventilator little by little. And each day you were getting better. And that's when I, we kind of felt like, okay, we can kind of see her coming out of it. And that's where we were. Um, once you came out all the way, um, I'm gonna let you tell this part of the story, Miss. Um, called my husband, which he's not your husband. Well, no well, <laughs> well, well. And once I once I came out and 
you know, once I opened my eyes, there was a nurse there, and she, ex and I was, like, looking around, and I was like, okay, where am I, and what happened? Because, again, like you said, you don't remember me taking I, the I hospital. I don't remember going to the hospital. I don't, I don't remember anything. I don't remember being transferred from Athens Hospital to Tyler Hospital. I don't remember them putting me on a ventilator or even telling me that, that you that had COVID. Well, you knew you had COVID. I knew I had COVID, but I, I never knew that, you know, I, I don't even remember conversation as far as them telling me they was going to put me on a ventilator. Mm -hmm. uh, and it was a nurse. When I opened my eyes, when the Lord blessed me to be able to open my eyes, I looked up and it was a nurse looking at me and she was just smiling uh -huh. and she told me good morning. Uh -huh. She told me good morning and she told me where I was and this, that, and the other and told me I had been, been on a ventilator for 13 days and, you know, and she was explaining to me that, you know, I had a really, really good, good support system that was calling and checking on me. So, like, when I was able to regain my memory she said you know what your husband uh called every day three times a day as a matter of fact i said who she said your husband i said okay i must be really really out of it or dreaming or something because i said okay can you say that one more time and she said your husband has been calling up here two or three times a day i was like okay and so, and then this is how I how I knew I I wasn't in my senses because it was like she said, "Well, you know what?" Because I told her I said, "Well, I'm not married, so it." I mean, you know, it's probably my ex husband. She said, "Well, you put him down as next of kin. <laughs> you put him down as next of kin, just in case if anything happens to you." Mm -hmm. I said, "I did." She said, yes, ma'am, and she, you did. And she started, you know, kind of laughing a little bit. I was like, okay. Wow, so you put his number down. Yes. That's crazy. Yeah. Like, yes. I would have thought I, it would have yeah. been me or Drill, but. So, and that's what I thought. I thought maybe it would have been my kids, but. Right. She said, no, you put his number down, and she read his number off, and I was like, okay, well, yeah, that's, yeah, that's him. But the best part of that day, well, I think I want to say it was like a day after that. Uh, the social worker that was there. I don't even know how she how she did this, but mm -hmm. the social worker that was there, she came in there and she she said, "I got somebody I want you to talk to." I was like, "Okay." So she came when she well she had a tablet, mm -hmm. and I opened my well and I focused my eyes and there was me and drilling pop my kids. And Pastor Hall. Yeah. And was we was all on FaceTime. And oh my God, the emotional state that all of us were in. And to see my kids just crying tears of joy. And seeing Pastor Hall crying tears of joy. I, 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 just, I just lost it. I Feel was your like, feelings, man. Oh Feel your my feelings. gosh. It was just, I said, okay. Now that I've seen, seen them, I I have a, a ray of hope mm -hmm. to get better. Mm -hmm. And which I, I, I wanted to get better anyway, but I was just so weak at that time. And we're going to get into that too. And it was, it was crazy. It yeah. was really, really crazy. Like the first three or four days, they had, to, they had to hand feed me. I couldn't even feed myself right. once I woke up. 
And but day after day, it got better and it got better. And I, I was doing physical therapy while I was in the hospital. And but it wasn't when I got ready to leave the hospital, it wasn't good enough for me to go home. But I went home, but I had to end up going to a rehab center because I could not do for yourself at that time. I could not do for myself at that time. I Uh, could not walk. I could not, I couldn't do anything. And it was like, okay, Lord, you know, I, 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 I understand the trial that I'm going through, but Lord, only you can heal and I have to believe in you. I, I have to. This is just only a test for a testimony. Yeah. And so I, I had to. I had to just lean and depend on him. And I had to lean and depend on my son. I really did. Um, Not to say that my daughter didn't do anything because I was in Athens. She was in Waco. And she has been a really, really, really big supporter like of me yes. getting better and helping me i am in fact i'm up here now and it's not nothing that i don't need that she does not make sure you need make sure you get make sure i get um we were um we're gonna back up just a little bit because you went ahead of me just a little bit but uh we were waiting on you to come home and then you end up coming home Yes. Um and as you just stated, um, you weren't in a condition to be home. And no, I was and I what people don't talk enough about, I feel like, is the aftermath of COVID. Yes. Um the the memory loss, the yes. um hard to like your knees and stuff are really weak at, and it's still that way like now and um, that was in November and that was in November so we're still dealing with the af- after effects of it and it's in June so about six seven months and we still are dealing with the same um problems they're still dealing with still dealing with still dealing with the aftermath of COVID there you go I was trying to get that right. out. Um, talk about that process, like you said, of being home, um, being able to do for yourself. Once I got home <clears throat> from the hospital, after well, I'm not going to go in that part. But after getting after getting home and like I was home, I was home, but I wasn't home. If right. that makes any sense, because I was home and I could not. I could not do anything. I had literally was on a walker. Um, I had to use a bedside commode, commode yeah. to be able to use the bathroom. Yeah. I could not even get in my bed. I had to sleep on the couch. And this was like for four days before I ended up going to a rehab center because after COVID I had to learn how to walk again. That was even in the hospital. Mm-hmm. I had to I had to 
learn how to walk again. And I think that's where the neuropathy set in. Mm-hmm. Because I, I, I kept trying to figure out what was wrong, why I couldn't get up, why I couldn't move, why I couldn't, I mean, it's the, the neuropathy, neuropathy is in my left foot. And I deal with it too. We and, both have it, so it's, yeah. So it's a it's yeah, a and it's a, it's a it's a really tough process if nobody knows how neuropathy is, and it's an ongoing everyday pain. Mm-hmm. Um, I walk with a with a limp now. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I do. Go. I do go to a podiatrist on uh, the twenty fourth of June, and oh. hopefully, I can get some kind of some better answers on how to some deal. better answers on how to be able to maneuver myself. Right, right. And you know, and be able to see what's what. Mm-hmm. So uh, you ended up, um, like you said, for the first four days at home, not really able to do much. Then you end up going to a rehab center. And you came home Christmas Eve. Eve. Yes. And we were all here. Well, they came to Athens. Yes. To see you. Yes. That was a good day. I got out of I got out of <laughs> thanking praise the Lord. Uh my son came and got me from the from the rehab center and I got home and I think within the next ten, fifteen, twenty minutes. Your my baby and my grandchild was busted the door down. They can't, and, and, and uh, Jamal just bust through the door. That she don't even knock. She just come in. Yeah. But uh, she was just so glad to see me, and I was glad to see her. I was glad to see my daughter. I was glad to see Pastor Hall. I was glad to see all of them. Mm-hmm. And uh, they came and they stayed a while, and I was glad of that. While I was in the nursing home, I did learn how to walk again. Now the 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 rehab center that I was at was at Park Island Nursing Home, and they had the best physical therapy physical therapy team mm-hmm. that I have. Well, it, that was my only time dealing with it. Right. But in order for me to get where I was, it was because of them. Mm-hmm. I went in the I went in um, the um, rehab center on Friday. Saturday morning, they had me up, and we was moving. Mm-hmm. And every day, including the weekends, we we was up, we was moving, we was doing it. And I was walking, by the time I got ready to leave there, I was walking up and down the hall, on one end of the hall to the other end of the hall, three times a day. And you were still using your walker at that time. And I was still using my walker at that time. Even when I came home, I was oh well at well yeah, even when I came home I still used my walker for a little while. For you know, for maybe a, about five or six days. Maybe for a week. I'll say for a week. And I um ended up the Lord blessed me and I ended up parking it, parking the walker and <laughs> it's been parked ever since. <laughs> it's been parked ever since. Been it's parked been over ever that since. yeah. Parked oh, over there at the door ever since. So and I thank God. I thank God because he really Really, really bless me. Yeah. And he just really just showed me that there's more work for me to do. Absolutely. Um, that was a tough, 
That was a tough time. It was a tough time. It was a tough time for everybody. Um, oh, and I must say that I didn't have to, the whole time before I went back to work, uh, I didn't have to want for anything. Everybody was uh, really supportive. Everybody called. Everybody, if I needed anything, they were there. And when right. I say they were there, they were there. I didn't have to uh, cook no meals. I didn't have to. I had to pay no. I had to do. I had to pay no bills. I had to do nothing. When I tell you, I have friends. I have friends. Friends do that for friends, and yeah. I, I I think every day is one of them. Um, we I couldn't have done this whole podcast episode without shouting out. Um, I really don't like naming names. Because when I start naming names, I almost feel like I'm going to leave somebody out. But there's people in specifically that I have to say. Uh, first of all, Mount Calvary Baptist Church, who did a lot um, in in making sure that you got the rehab and got the help that you needed. Um, that Them as a whole, that, that whole congregation uh, did a lot. Uh, Christopher Baker... Who, who moved mountains and made sure everything got done needed to get done. Um, somebody from my cavalry, specifically Miss Jetta Bowman, uh, who was in constant contact with me. If I wasn't on the phone with Miss Jetta every other hour, we had something was going on because I was always on the phone with her. Uh, Wanda Stevenson, Ladidra Cumbie, y'all know who y'all are. Y'all know how much y'all did. I love, love, love y'all. Uh, Marilyn Bowie, Desiree, y'all already know what it is when it comes to us. We family. So, uh, y'all were always there. Um, like I said, I really don't like naming names because it's hard. But uh, It really is. It's really hard to... Because I don't want to miss anybody. Uh, I don't want to miss... Smith, Deborah right. Wilson. Right, right. Um... Oh yeah, Anissa Coleman. Yes, ma'am. What's uh, up, Miss Deborah? Because we had to make sure you got a phone because yes. you couldn't remember your. Uh, yes, I <laughs> your... couldn't remember my. Pa- I got locked out of my phone when I finally woke up because I couldn't remember. I could not remember my passcode to get in my phone, mm-hmm. and so I had to end up getting another phone and and losing my contacts and this and that. But it's okay. It's okay. It's all good. It's man. all good. It's and all good. So, uh, it's a lot of people that. That were there for me. Right. A lot of people. A lot of people. Um, so that's a, that's a really big milestone for you to come out of that. And like I said before, um, it's it's a lot of people who really went to bat and made sure that uh, you were good. You were good. It, yes. it really shows your impact on the community that we live in. Um, not just the community we live in, but family. Family. You got two kids and a boatload of godchildren. Um, I'm not finna start naming all y'all names at all, cause then I'd really be here all day. But um, all of them was in constant contact, all the time, making sure um, I was keeping them up to date. Uh, if they wasn't hitting up me, they was hitting up past Holly. If they wasn't hitting up past Holly, they was hitting up Drill. So we all were really, really um, blessed and helped by a lot of people. We're going to take a smooth transition. We're going to take a smooth transition because I spoke about it before. 
your birthday. We just had a surprise birthday party for you, ma'am. Yes. Um, Were you surprised? You are a very, I'm going to say observant. I don't want to say nosy, but you are a very observant and curious person. How about we use those words? I'm not going to say. I I, I was totally, (laughs) totally surprised. And I thank God for my I thank God for my crew. I really do. Yeah. I thank God for my crew and they they did it. They did it and I gosh, y'all got one over on me. Y'all really did and I don't know what to say. Take it to I, your favorite restaurant. Yes, took me to my favorite Saltgrass is my favorite, favorite, favorite restaurant. They was tripping today. Yeah. They was kinda off key today. <clears throat> but I mean all in all it was just good to see everybody that right, came. Right, right. And um, I had a really good time. And this and is your first time seeing Uncle Bob and Kiri? Yeah, and it was. Derek, since. Um, Brenda, ever since before I got sick. Right, right. Yes. So, so it was good to. See everybody. To see them. I've talked to them, but I hadn't seen them. Right. And um, that was really good. I, I wanted to cry. Don't do that. But it was like a whole other a party that was on the other side mm-hmm. of the room and uh, everybody was looking at me. I, I really wanted to just, just, just bust that crying. crying but I was like, okay, I'm going to hold it up. I'm going to hold it up. And I'm a- I did good, but I really appreciate everybody that came out and it just, it just did my heart really good. I always, you know, I'm over here in the background. Don't do that. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm always the person you know, thugs don't cry, and I'm a true thug, so I'm gonna hold back these emotions. But uh, feel that feeling, feel that feeling. I just told somebody recently, uh, every feeling and every emotion has a place in time. Yeah. Um, sadness is is needed. Yeah. Uh, excitement is needed. Um, yeah. All these emotions, all these feelings, have a place in time. So I really want you to. Um, bring that love in. Bring the love in. Don't don't hold back your tears. Don't listen to me because I'm the the person who's trying to cut off all his emotions. But mm-hmm. feel those feelings, man. We um, you do a lot for a lot of people. Yeah, for a lot of different people, and um, for us to be able to do something for you and really really surprise you was a incredible feeling. Because I started planning this since May the 1st, trying to make sure um, as many of your loved ones that could be there, would be there. I didn't really um, reach out to anybody from Athens because I didn't know if y'all was going to be able to make that drive or not. So I just kept it um, to the people here in Waco or from closer distance. But um, I'm just happy that you got to enjoy your I did. family. I did. Um like I said, when when Cole, when I ended up with being in a situation that I was in with COVID, mm-hmm. uh, it put a lot of things in perspective. Right. Like, it's a lot of things that I really don't uh, care about. I mean, not so much as don't care about, but Take I put for granted sometimes. Priorities, my priorities are 
more in order in order than it was before and family is and family is one of them right right um it was always first it's, it's always yeah. been first yeah, it's but now it's first. even a, it's even more yeah. of a um it's it's even more of a sticking point it's more of a priority like yes. as you said um because we don't know we don't know no, we for don't. us to come out of the situation that we were in and be able to uh, celebrate a birthday and make it here uh, when it was a time where we didn't know if we were. Yeah. Yeah. We yeah. had to celebrate this year. Uh, I'm going to ask you a couple more questions. Um, talk about Lord Jesus and if you don't name one specific, you know she's going to be hot. Uh, talk about your relationship with your grand children you have three i have three i have one that's 15 one that's three and one that's two and that's jemiah cameron and kentrell and i absolutely adore each and every one of them they are my heartbeats your my smile. three heartbeats your smile that my smile every day my joy my well, my my joy, my sorrow, yeah. my good days, my bad days. Because <laughs> they take you on a roller coaster. They, they ooh, they something else. <laughs> especially, every, no, I can't even say especially two and three years. All of them. All of them. All of them. <laughs> have they special, special nerve that nerve they get on. That they get on it. When I tell you they get on it, they get on it. Because right. we had an episode today of Cameron, that's the three-year-old, and we going down the street, and it's a piece of thread on her uh, seat that she sits in in the back seat and she swore up and down that that was a worm and she liked to have a fit. Cam is OCD and she's three. Like she don't eat messy. She don't like her hands dirty. No, she don't like none, she of, don't like none of that and she's really that, that mm-hmm. person at three years old. She's really smart and she's that person. And if don't know if did nobody else enjoy their food at Saltgrass today? Cameron Ray Turner. Cameron Ray Turner and <laughs> Kentrell Turner. I can't remember his middle name. But they enjoyed their food. They enjoyed I'm telling their you, food. they enjoyed the appetite. I'm telling you, they ate. They right. enjoyed the appetizers. They enjoyed their food. They enjoyed their drink. They enjoyed it all. Mm-hmm. Um, we talked about them two. Those two. Cam and Trail, the two and the three year old. Um, Jemiah's finna be 16. She is. That's crazy. She's um, gonna be 16. So if we do the math, you're about to be 55. You were 39? I was. When Jemiah was born? I was. Um, talk about that relationship. I was 14 when she was born, so it's crazy because we kind of grew up. It was crazy because... We kind of grew up together. Oh, yeah, I really did. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, and, really and her and her mom have, too. Like, they've yeah. grown up yeah. together. It was... Hmm. is kind of... She's a special one. Different. Well, special and different. I'll say that. Right, right. She, uh... She was a very quiet... 
I wouldn't say quiet. I would say she was a very. If you told her something to do, well behaved baby. Like she was a well behaved baby. When, I yeah. can count on one hand how many whoopings she got because or spankings she got because she it wasn't her. That just wasn't you her. just need didn't need to do it. Like right. once you told her, hey, this is something you don't need to be doing. It was it clicked in her head. Okay, I don't need to do that. Yeah. And if you did spank her for something. She remembered it. She remembered it, and we never had to go through that process again. Right. So that that's the type of um, baby and kid she was. That's mm-hmm. just how she was. So um, to see her now being about to be 16, mm-hmm. how does that feel? That's, that's a crazy feeling. That's a very crazy feeling because, and then I was a grandmother at 39. Yeah. And I was like, I don't want to be called granny. Right. I was too young for that. You too young for that now that you And I'm still too young for that. Let let that be. You know, and and I was like, I'm not I I had I I prepared myself once I had to Mm -hmm. but I just I just wasn't I wasn't be I wasn't ready to be called granny. Mm -hmm. So that's the reason why I came up with Nana. Nana was, you know, more appropriate. Right. You know. I still don't want to be called granny and I got two more grandkids. But uh, I love each and every one of my babies, all of them, mm-hmm. and they just have a place in my heart that nobody else does. That nobody else does. That's a that's a perfect way to put it. Yeah, that's a perfect way to put it. Um, me being an uncle is crazy. Oh yeah. Um, I'm fun uncle to to Cam and Trail. Uh, with Maya, it's kind of different for us. It's it's. I'm the one who, when y'all are kind of be the more disciplinarian with her or strong with her, I'm the, all right, calm down, let's talk about what's going on person with her. So usually I can get through to her better than you can or or, uh, her mom can sometimes because her mom doesn't get that liberty to do that. She got to be mom. She ain't got no choice. So... She's uh, harder on her because she has to be. Um, I'm uncle, so I can kind of placate it a little bit and be a little bit more lenient. And on top of that, I'm the closest in age to her. So I can remember what it was like being 15, 16 years old. Um, Social media wasn't as crazy as it is now. Right. But um, I try to always put myself back in her shoes. Right. And try to think about when I was 15 and 16 and uh, try to come at her the way I wanted to be came at almost. You know, um, the the crazy thing about parents, and we love y'all to death, um, but they don't always get it right. And and I think you can admit that. Like, yeah. We don't, yeah. Y'all don't, we don't always get it right. right. So um, some of the things that I wanted as a kid, I try to give to her. And and that leeway to talk what's going on, how you feeling, you know what I'm saying. So to, just to make sure that I'm always that lending ear to what's going on with her. Um, one more, two more questions. Your god kids, will you have a lot of them? Oh, I have. Oh my god, you have a lot of. Them. I have been a godmother I've been a godmother I was a godmother before I was a mother oh wow so talk about that responsibility um as being a godparent um to 
30 maybe godchildren or more <laughs> or more it's a lot of y'all like it's a, uh, it's a lot but <laughs> i love i love all of my grandkids if i mean grandkids godchildren i love each and every one of them and they all have a special place in my heart as well your official and your uh, official. i have some that that check on me more than others but there's nothing I wouldn't do for none Side of them. Side shade. She really throwing shade. She throwing down. <laughs> I'm just that right now. So if you have not hit her up and you are a god child or if you claim to be a god child and you have not hit her up because it's a lot of them too. Um, right. She feeling some type of way. I'm just right. letting y'all know that right now. But right? I love y'all. I love, <laughs> I, I really do. I really love y'all. And everybody have busy lives and they're doing this and they're doing that. And I'm proud of all of them. Every right. last one of them. Right. Uh, but call you God Mama. That, 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 that gives me the name Godmother. Please and call you God Mama. Yeah, just give me a shout out. You know, just holler at me or inbox me or something. You something, know, something. Or send me a little text. You know, <laughs> you know it, it won't hurt. <laughs> For those that are old enough. For those that are old enough. For yes. For those that are old enough. Yes. Because uh, Maddie, yes. The, one of the newest ones, she... I don't know if she can text right now. She won. But 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 Maddie Maddie Maddie's well. A, but Mad- she's not my godchild, but I, I mean That's why I said those that are Yeah. And those that are not but might as well be. Might as well she, be. She's in the yeah, because she's in the fold as well. Absolutely. Yeah. But ooh. And she she's something else. She's a handful. She's a handful. She's ooh. a handful. But that's my baby though. Just the same. Man, that's my baby. But um Last question before I let you go. Okay. Even though we're not going nowhere, we ain't Waco. Right. Um, if you would have to encourage somebody else that's dealing with health issues, has deal dealt with COVID, um, what would be your advice to them? My advice is to, even though that I I would advise anybody that that's had that. Anywhere, if you haven't been vaccinated, please do off the off the rip. Please do do that. Y'all might think it's something uh, with do with the government, or y'all might think that you know y'all don't have enough research on it. Do your research on it. Do your research on it. Um, and then you know people talking about well, you know why why we have to take this every year? Why we have to take the COVID vaccine every year? Or have a booster every year or whatever. You take the flu shot every year. That's true. You take the pneumonia shot every year. So, I mean, in order to get this country back to where it needs to be, to me personally, as far as health-wise... Starts with vaccination. It start with vaccinations. I I would... I am a living testimony that God left me here for a reason. And it's to tell this story. Mm-hmm. I encourage anybody now. It's so much easier. And I, I am not ashamed. I didn't have health insurance. Mm. I didn't have health insurance. And I thank and praise God now that I can afford to get anybody. If I can afford to get it. If I can afford to get it. I'm going to say it one more time. Mm. If I can afford to get health insurance. Anybody can. Mm-hmm. Anybody can. 
So keep your basically what you're saying is keep your keep up keep, with your keep, health. Keep your affairs and affairs in order. Keep your affairs in order and, and get you some health insurance. Yeah. Uh, get checked out. You need to because nowadays it, it's it's just not promised, guys. Right. It's just not promised. It's um health is a touchy subject, but we gotta go there and we, we gotta go there. Take care of it and make sure we are good. It's it it. I mean, it's a it's a dire situation. It's a scary situation as well, right. because you know it's a lot of us that that don't go because and I I'm one. You don't know what's going on with you. You don't know if you're sick, and it's a scary feeling to go have all these tests done and then, you know, find out you know. Something didn't go right, or mm-hmm. you know, something found was something. caught or whatever, yeah. and yeah. and it's a scary situation. It is right, but um. Yeah, let's let's take care of our health, man. It's it's important. It's important. It's dire. Uh, our community needs us. We, yes, we, uh, needs us. We need uh, each other. So, if we can can take care of each other, take care of our health, and um, be around here to, you know, help the next generation. I uh, definitely encourage each and every one of you to do that. Um, it's and it's not just COVID. It's not just COVID. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of stuff. Um, you just got a mammogram. Yes. Um, things of that nature. Yes. Um, we have to stand on top as, of this. As, and I just, and I, I hate to cut you off. But you good. As, you good. As a race. Yeah. A black race. Yeah. We need to keep up with our health. Got to. Got to. We, and we eating better. And it took me being on a ventilator and being in a uh, rehab facility to learn it. Me too. <laughs> I went to the same day so uh yeah. in twenty eighteen. So we uh we eating better. We yeah. both losing weight. Like yeah. it's it's a it's definitely it's a process. It's definitely a process, but we're we moving towards where we wanna be. Um I wanna thank you You're for welcome. coming on the show. Of kicking course. it with your flesh and blood, your child. Um I like to thank y'all for listening. As always, man. Throw the fear to the side. Let faith be your guide. We out of here. Peace.